I'm Amber Tresca, and this is About IBD. It's my mission to educate people living with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis about their disease and to bring awareness to the patient journey. On this episode, I'm talking to Dr. Dermot McGovern. Dr. McGovern is, among many other things, a professor of medicine at the David Geffen School of Medicine at the University of California in Los Angeles. He is also the 2020 committee chair for the Sherman Prize. The Sherman Prize is an award created by Bruce and Cynthia Sherman. Their family was touched by IBD, and they set up the prize to recognize the accomplishments of leaders in the field of IBD. Their goal is to create a ripple effect that spreads awareness, fosters innovation, and provides inspiration in the hope that other families won't have to contend with IBD in the way that theirs has. The prize is given every year to three people who go above and beyond to contribute to the IBD community by generating positive benefits on behalf of patients, their families and caregivers, and the future trajectory of the field. Nominees can be IBD clinicians, surgeons, researchers, or academics who are making exceptional contributions to transforming IBD care. What's more, anyone can make a nomination for the prize. This year, in 2020, The nominations close on July 17th, so if there's someone you would like to nominate, go to shermanprize.org to learn more and to make that nomination. And now, here's my conversation with Dr. McGovern, who explains much more about the Sherman Prize and was also good enough to tell me a little about his research because it is fascinating, and I couldn't resist asking him about it. Dr. McGovern, thank you so much for talking with me this morning. I think, is it six in the morning? where you are in California. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. And I want to talk to you today about the Sherman Prize. I'm really excited to get more ears in front of information about this prize because I feel like it's almost like a a hidden gem of the IBD community. Um, So I'm excited to learn more. Can you tell us what the Sherman Prize is? Sure. Uh, The Sherman Prize is a prize that was created by Bruce and Cynthia Sherman, who have decided that uh, based on their own family experience, where they have um, a number of uh, their family who are affected by IBD, to try and make a difference to to the IBD community. So they came up with this idea of a prize. The idea was to try and acknowledge and elevate and recognize great achievements from people in our community. And the idea was that they would give a monetary prize and this would create a ripple effect. That's their whole philosophy. And if you, if you actually see the trophy, it's got almost ripples on it. And the idea is that they, they drop a stone in the pond and that creates ripples. So the effect of their prize gets bigger and bigger. It sort of pays on, pays on and so on. And the idea was to spread awareness about inspirational people in our community who've given so much uh, to fighting IBD. And uh, this has been going for a number of years uh, now. And we've been working hard to increase the awareness of this. So I'm you know, really delighted to talk to you about it today, because uh, the more people hear about this, uh, I think the better. I agree. I didn't know much about it until I met some folks that work with you all um on the committee. And so I was really excited and I'm so grateful to have you on to tell us more about it. So why though, do you think that the Sherman prize is so important to the IBD community? I think it's 
it's probably the most prestigious award that we have for our community. And it really provides this unique opportunity to publicly recognize the pioneers and emerging leaders in our field. And they get recognized in front of their peers. We don't get that very often. We have peer review, but peer review is normally not always that positive a, an experience. <laughs> but this is something else. This is to be able to stand up and be acknowledged in front of your peers for some of the amazing things that people have done. And they get to tell their inspiring stories, share their gratitude, and even that process inspires the next generation of, of uh, researchers. Not, not just that they want to be perhaps winning this prize in the future, but it's actually the stories that our winners tell, which are, uh, I'll use the word again, inspiring. They're just uh, uh, incredible stories. The things that they've had to overcome uh, to get where they are, the passion that drives them, and you know their, their recognition that we're all in this together to try and defeat these diseases. And you know they come from research and clinical care and so on. So it's the, the, the stories are just incredible. Right. That's true. I was fortunate enough to be at the award ceremony, which took place at Advances in IBD last year um, before we all went into lockdown. I know we can't go into any meetings right yeah. now, um, but it was I, we were all crying. It was amazing to to be there to see the awards. But there are three different prizes. Is that right? So there's three yes. different areas in which the award is given. Yeah, well, there are three prizes, and they're given in two areas. Um, okay. There's two Sherman prizes, and those are the main prizes. And the there's one Sherman Emerging Leader Prize. So the Sherman prizes are awarded to IBD clinicians, surgeons, researchers, academics with extraordinary track records of achievement, really making exceptional and sort of pioneering contributions that transform IBD care and you know, we, we really regard those as for visionaries in our field who've really made, um, taken on the most difficult challenges and, and made, you know, very, very significant advances. The Emerging Leader Prize is, again, awarded to an IBD clinician, surgeon, researcher, academic, but also physician assistants, nursing professionals, public health advocates, who are probably much earlier in their career than the main Sherman Prize winners but have still significant, significantly contributed to this fight, but also show great promise for significant contributions in the future. That, that's, that's the sort of area where we're thinking about the, the possibilities that, that that person is going to bring to the fight against IBD in the future. And, and you're right. I mean, last year we had the awards and we, ha we had the three winners and both the Sherman Prize and the Emerging Prize leaders. I mean, as you said, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was some of the stories that came out. The personal stories just were just incredible. And I, I, I don't think I'll ever forget that day. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was so excited to learn a little bit more about the winners because being in the community, uh, following them on Twitter or uh, reading the, the research that they do in order to inform my writings, it was just amazing to see the, the, the humans behind behind the work. So yeah. that was really fascinating. And then I was also excited to learn a little bit more about the eligibility requirements and guidelines. And can you tell me, though, what the selection committee takes in, into consideration? And you mentioned briefly who can be nominated, but who can be nominated and who can make a nomination? Yeah, sure. 
I think the main criteria that we start with is that the individuals who are nominated must live and work in the US. And we take into account the contributions that, that those individuals have made to IBD over the last decade, but particularly more recently, so more recent sort of advances. And people, uh, nominators can highlight candidates' achievements across a number of different areas. Patient care, obviously, is incredibly important. How's the candidate contributed to improving the physical, emotional, and psychosocial aspects of care? Medical research, so has the candidate contributed to a greater understanding of, of these diseases and new strategies that could lead to prevention, remission, and what we all want, which is cures uh, for these diseases? Public service and education is another area. How has the nominee gone above and beyond to mentor others, raise awareness of these diseases, um, and advocate for improvements and approaches and policies that affect patients and caregivers? And I think the education part is a very important part, and that goes back to that ripple effect that we were talking about. So if you're thinking about mentoring the next generation, the people who are going to replace our current leaders you know, in the, in the next generation and so on. So that's an important part. And I think that if you were to summarize it, we, we look for individuals who really have made, as I said, big differences, but they, they've done this by bringing amazing passion to their work. And that passion drives them forwards, but it inspires others around them. And it's all with the, with the, with the goal of, you know, making life better for people with IBD. Right, which is lovely and so wonderful as a patient to be able to to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think for all of us, though, again, you you mentioned the human the human aspect. I think when we all saw people who are giants in our field on the stage tell those stories, not not just for even for people who know them quite well, it was amazing to see that human side and to to hear stories that you you just didn't realize about them. And I think it it brings it home. As you said, we're all human. It, that's not to say that they don't come across as humans, but you just didn't know this part of their lives uh, or those parts of their lives. And I, yeah, I just, uh, as I said before, it, it, I think it's a day I'll never forget. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love doing this show is I've had good friends, other patients come on my show and almost every time they tell me something that I didn't know about their journey. And it's wonderful to see it come out in the clinicians and in the leaders, because like I said, you see what they're doing, they're publishing research, we see them give talks at meetings, and we see them do patient education initiatives, but learning what they've overcome as human beings and seeing that side of them is is really wonderful. Yeah, and, and I, I think I particularly take your point about uh, from a patient perspective, seeing that because, you know, as a clinician, it's for me, one of the great privileges is getting to know my patients and getting to know about their lives and so on. And just the way the relationship is, that's not necessarily reciprocal. And so I think for, for patients to see that side of people who are leaders in our field, I think is, is just incredibly important. We've been talking about the 2019 awards, which were exceptional. But this is, I believe, the fifth year, um, as we're recording this, it's the fifth year of the Sherman Prize. So who are some of the past winners? So over the past years, the prize has been awarded to 
I think individuals who are sort of representative across our profession, we've had IBD clinicians, uh, researchers, IBD clinician researchers, colorectal surgeon, a pediatrician, a psychiatrist specializing in IBD, and a PA providing care to un, uh, underserved rural populations. So you can see the, the breadth of the, the, the winners. And, you know, we really want to encourage people to nominate across the spectrum. And you can nominate at the, at the website, which is shermanprize.org. And in fact, anyone can nominate. The nomination, I think if, if patients were thinking about that they wanted to nominate someone, then I would probably encourage them to try and link up with maybe someone who works with the person that they want to nominate. Because I think that, that there are certain things that will help that person do well through the nomination process that uh, uh, they may need some help with. But yes, we would encourage nominations from anyone. You, you mentioned last year, we had Maria Brew from the University of Miami, Bill Sanborn from San Diego, and uh, Florian Redia. Uh, th those two won the, the Sherman Prize, and the Emerging Prize went to Florian Reda from uh, the Cleveland Clinic. And they, uh, we, we talked about how emotional it was, but even if you take the emotion out of it, I. I don't think there was anyone who could argue that those were three incredibly worthy winners for the work that they've done uh, already, and then in Florian's case, for, for the work that he's planning to do and the journey that he's going on and, and tackling some of our most difficult things, such as fibrosis and Crohn's disease and, and ulcerative colitis and so on. So truly worthy winners. Normally, the prizes are awarded in December. Is that right? The recipients are usually announced sometime in the third quarter of the year, and I'm being deliberately vague about that because <laughs> uh, for some reason our schedule has been put out slightly, and the award winners are announced uh, usually sort of around in November sometime with the awards actually being given out in December, um, early in December. And the plan is this year is still to give the awards out around that time, how that's actually going to work, we're not quite sure yet, but uh, we're working on some creative ways of, of being able to give the, the, the prize winners the appropriate uh, ceremony as best we can. But it may be an online thing. We'll have to see. Right, right. Well, I'm sure that you all will come up with something very creative. In the meantime... Uh, it's wonderful to learn more about this prize and to get the word out, especially because I was excited to learn that anyone could make a nomination. So as a patient, we do have people in the course of our of our disease journey that make a huge difference in our lives and go above and beyond. I know it's happened to me several times. Yeah, I think I think that's very important. And, and one of the things that we recognize is that there are heroic champions out there who are flying under the radar and uh, are really going the extra mile and, and through their own modesty and just their character, uh, that story's not getting out. And so if you know people like that, then uh, I would encourage you to, to think about nominating, uh, nominating them. And as I mentioned, you can do that through the website. I was reading your bio, of course, before we were going to speak. And... I was really intrigued by this line in your bio. 
His group studies the genetics of inflammatory bowel diseases in diverse populations. They are particularly interested in identifying genetic associations with clinically relevant subphenotypes, including associations with natural history, drug response, and the development of extra-intestinal manifestations of IBD. So the genetics of IBD, uh, which patients are keenly interested in, um, can you tell me a little bit about that work that you're doing? Sure. We're very interested in understanding how genetic variation, which we all have in our genome, influences the risk of developing both ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, but also how that genetic variation may influence not only do we do people get disease, but also if they do develop ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, does that genetic variation influence how their disease behaves? So anyone who's spoken to other people with IBD, or if I sit in my clinic, I know that people come in and tell me their IBD story, and then the next patient will tell me a different story. And so why is that different? Why are they have different progression of disease, different parts of the bowel that are affected? And I think very, very importantly, why do people react differently to medications? And so the genetic variants, genetic variation we're trying to understand for that last part is how do genetic variants influence whether you respond or not respond to a drug treatment, but also not just respond, can we identify people at high risk of getting the side effects from drug treatment? And a lot of our work is in that space. And we, we really started with genetic variation, uh, so genetics. But my group, which is comprised of computational biologists and so on, are very interested in sort of big data approaches to this. So we started with the genetic side of it, so the human genome. We're also interested in the microbiome and other omics uh, together with the, with the clinical data to try and understand some of these issues. And, and through that, we hope to identify what we call biomarkers, so predictors of, of what's going to happen to people in the future, sort of look into the future, but also potentially identify new targets the, for, tr for treatment, that is treatment development. The other area that we're interested in and we think is incredibly important, is that it's, it's true right across genetics and, and most of other research that most research has been performed to now in European ancestry populations, so white populations. And as we know, IBD and, and Crohn's disease are really emerging in those other populations that have not traditionally been associated with IBD. So African-Americans, Hispanic populations, and, uh, you know, huge numbers of people being affected by IBD in, say, China and, and so on. So we work very hard to, to try and make sure that we're bringing the benefits that we're finding from the, from the science that's been performed in the European populations to those other populations. So, you know, I'm pleased to say my groups, you know, we were a significant part of the first African-American genome-wide association scan, and we, we've started doing whole genome sequencing in, in large numbers of um, uh, subjects who are African-American and so on. Because I think, and, and also just 
to emphasize that if you start studying things like genetics in different populations, it's actually incredibly helpful right across the spectrum because you learn one thing in one population and you can take it out to another population and so on. So, yeah, that's what we do in our spare time. <laughs> it's, it's incredibly exciting. And I, I was, I, when I was reading your bio, I was like, I cannot wait to talk to him. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. We're actually talking about the Sherman Prize today. But I want to have you back to talk to me about all of this on a, on a different show because this is amazing. And the idea that uh, we can learn about biomarkers and the right drug for the right patient at the right time. Um, which is being done in other disease spaces yeah. that, I mean, patients are like, we're ready for this. We're so ready for this. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think, I think we're really, we're really making some uh, progress in that space. So yeah, it'd be great. I'd be happy to come back and chat about it anytime. You, 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 you get me chatting about this stuff. I can go on for hours. So. Ah, I love <laughs> it. Oh, that's wonderful. So you are on the Twitter and we can follow you on the Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, it's at dot doc underscore IBD. Perfect. I love it. Easy to remember. Yeah. And the Sherman Prize is also on Twitter. Yep. At Sherman Prize. At Sherman Prize. And yep. they have a website. And they're also on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Oh, great. Facebook, yeah. LinkedIn, Twitter, and the website Sherman Prize. Thank you so much, Dr. McGovern. I was excited to talk to you not only about the Sherman Prize, but also about your research, which is incredibly impactful. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Thank you for taking time out of your day and what is, I know, a very busy time for you. And we really appreciate everything that you're doing for the IBD community. Thank you. It's very kind of you to say that. Thank you for having me on. Hey, super listener. Thank you to Dr. McGovern, the 2020 committee chair for the Sherman Prize for getting up so early and being so generous with his time. You can follow Dr. McGovern on Twitter as at doc underscore IBD. I will put his information in the show notes. You can find out more about the Sherman Prize and make a nomination at shermanprize.org. You can also follow the Sherman Prize on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn as at Sherman Prize. Thanks for listening. And don't forget that you can find me, Amber Tresca, all over the interwebs as at about IBD on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I will put all this information in the show notes, or you can find it on the episode 75 page on my website, aboutibd.com. And remember, until next time, I want you to know more about IBD. About IBD is a production of Malintel Enterprises. It is written, produced, and directed by me, Amber Tresca. Mix and sound design is by Matt Cooney. Theme music is from Cooney Studio. There, there is an excitable dog in the house, so... Right on cue. That was amazing. <laughs>